Welcome to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games and craft beer. I'm Ben. I'm here with Lucy. Hi. Hey. Just the two of us. Yes. Mm. Yes. Another uh, another episode. It's just you and I. Another episode, I think, where it's just me drinking. Yes, for the last time ever. We will not (laughs) let this happen again. (laughs) Until next January, maybe? Nah, let's just say never again. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Even if one of us did decide to do it, mm-hmm. Adol will have done all of his corrections and all of that extra stuff. So he'll be, well, he may be here in January. Who knows? Who knows mm. where he'll be? Um, but someone, somewhere is always drinking. So it's not like yep. you're drinking alone, is it? It's um, beer right. o'clock somewhere. Exactly. exactly. Mm. I am going to uh, open my first beer. Um, again, been a busy week, so I have had difficulty getting to the bottle shop. So the two beers I have got are two beers I haven't had, mm-hmm. but they're from Morrison's. Um, Kim went there earlier today, and I said, ah, I've got no beers, I can't go anywhere, I'm too busy. So she picked me these up. So the first one is a Brewdog Overworks beer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is Cosmic Crush Raspberry Sour, which is 4.5%. Um, gives okay. us a little bit of flavour text. Uh, Overworks Cosmic Crush range are 100% mixed culture Scottish sour ales, aged in f- fodders and fermented on whole fruit, available on planet Earth. They offer a cosmos of juicy, funky discovery and a wormhole to a world of sour beer. Redder than the red planet, aromas of citric... Citric? Citric? Uh. I don't know if they. I don't know. Is it an adjective? Oh, used oh. It, I'll, I'll, well, I'll continue to say it makes mm. sense when I say uh, aromas of citric, malic, and lactic acidity, oh, juiced to the outer limits and lightly tannic on the palate, with barnyard funky undertones, dry with light vinous red wine notes, a crisp and refreshing finale. Yeah, sure. Mm. Okay, we'll see, <laughs> won't we? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, two beers in the background there, um, oh, yes. given to me by my friend, which was very nice of him. Um, he was leaving the country um, mm. to go work on a cruise ship, so he was like, I'm not going to need these, not really going to drink them before I go, so I can't promise they'll be here next week, but um, <laughs> they, they are a pressure drop uh Ten point five percent brown. Is it a brown ale? Yeah, brown ale. And let's have a look at the other one. Brown ale. And the other one is. Oh, I've never heard of these people. It's it's smoke screen. It's called smoke screen. It's eight points. Uh, no, just eight percent smoked stout. Mm. And it's from Demoa's Slutel, Beer Engineers. Okay, I've not heard of them either. Neither have I. There's nothing on the can. It's mm. just silver all the way around, oh. um, other than the label. Okay. Uh, craft Brewing, with they're from the Netherlands. And yeah, <laughs> ingredients. Water, malted <laughs> barley, hops and yeast. 
Thanks. <laughs> Keeping it super light yeah. on their um, on their labels. Yeah. Yeah. So even if I don't have this on the pod, I'm sure I'll update you all next yeah. week. Nice, nice. So, so they're nice. not beers that he could have, she could have uh, kept and aged. Uh, he, he could have, but I wasn't going to tell him that. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, he, he might not be back till uh, September. So okay, yeah, could have aged him, but. He knows I'll enjoy them much more. So yes. Yeah. Um. So, this uh, this cosmic crush or the raspberry sour. Definitely get raspberry on those. Mm. Obviously, it's super red. Uh, looks like um, you know, like blackcurrant squash. Mm. Um, little fizzy. Not too fizzy though. There's a little bit of something in my glass though. Don't know whether that's come from the beer or. Doesn't look like it should have. Who knows? It's on the floor now. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you could instantly tell that this is a sour. Um, it does have that that sort of slightly ready vinous kind of red wine vinous nose to it, uh, along with that fruitiness, and cool, cool blimey. It's, hmm, too old. Mm. Uh, you know, we've grown to like sours, haven't we, over the yeah, over the years definitely. that we've been doing this. And actually, that's a pretty good sour. Mm. Um, it's, it's not too sour, it's not too mouth-puckering. It is kind of just the right level, I think, of sourness to it. Um, this is a supermarket beer, so it needs to kind of be approachable and almost a bit of a gateway. Yeah. Into you know into sours and those types of beers, um, it's definitely coming through in the flavour as it was in the nose with the with the raspberry. Mm. Not so much of the the red wines. You're getting those tannins definitely that kind okay. of that, that yeah. linger a little bit, and it quite quickly hits you with that sourness as well. So it's not sort of like, oh, this is very pleasant, and then bam, there's that kind of sour element to it. You know, as soon as you have it, you are, you, you know that it is that it is sour. It's almost um, akin to something like, um, you know, sherbet, where you're kind of instantly, you know that as soon as you get that, it kind of sucks everything in a little mm. bit and dries you out. And again, this beer's very, very dry too. Sat here like... Because I need something <laughs> to be able to keep talking, yeah. and I don't want to bang this back. Even though it's it's only four point five percent, so it's very yeah. very light. Are Overworks beers exclusive to Morrison's, or because I don't know mm. actually. I, I I don't know. I I know they have a stall. Um, or they, they for the last few years they've had a stall at the Bristol Craft Beer Festival, haven't they? Um, yeah. I don't know whether that's been. In addition to a Brewdog stall, or mm. whether Brewdog just haven't been there. I think a few years ago when we went to Motion, mm. they had like a combined stall perhaps. Okay. And then maybe last year it was just Overworks. Because I'm trying to recall if I've, to be honest, um, the, the supermarket that's local to me has less and less craft beer every time I go in there. Um, <laughs> which is a shame. But I'm just trying to think. It. <laughs> yeah, they've run out of stock. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. Like, have I seen like Overworks um, beers in like any 
Any supermarket? I haven't been to Morrison's in quite some time, to be fair. Hmm, um, I know um, Tesco definitely have one. Right. There's a, a, I think it's a 500ml, or maybe it's a 7... No, definitely, well, it might be a 750. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a larger uh, bottle, which is an overworked one, which is a blue okay. and white label, okay. almost kind of like the inverse to... So like the punk label, but it's it's white with lots of blue text and, yeah. and graphics all over it. Um, I haven't had that, mm-hmm. uh, but I definitely know that that's been in Tesco. Right. Okay. So, so a deal with Morrison's yeah. like Northern well, or anything. This is a you know three three thirty mil. It's um, it's I think the only one that I've seen mm. of overworks in Morrison's. Obviously, Morrison's do stock as everywhere does now. You know, punk. Yeah. Dead Pony Club, Elvis Juice, you know the the, the core kind of range for uh, for Brewdog these days. Um, they rotate in, and we've seen a lot of um, the alcohol free beers. Um, mm-hmm. They do lots of seasonal different beers. You know, Five AM Saints just come back, I think. Um, but yeah, Overworks still yet to kind of penetrate more than this this one beer. And I don't know. Um, obviously, we saw Tesco's. Um, swap out and bring in a lot more beers mm. and different breweries and things a, a few months ago now last year at some point yeah. uh, and Morrison's had some kind of I can't remember what they call it like a craft beer binge I don't know um, <laughs> where they get a lot more in basically mm. uh, and there's been some new Northern Monk beers that they've had that have seemed to have stayed in so it wasn't yeah. just they go, here's a month where we have got lots of different craft beers in and that's what we're going to do. Some seem to have stuck and I would imagine they just picked the best sellers and, you know, asked for them mm. to um, to be shipped out everywhere. And maybe this was one of those beers um, and at that point perhaps yeah. there were some more and this one's the one that just stuck maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Just guessing yeah. at the moment. Well, so, they're so dis- nice. distinct looking from normal brew dogs packaging and mm. labelling and Maybe yes, I very just much. haven't noticed it. Who knows? Yeah, and I don't know whether because I've I've not had an Overworks beer before. Mm. I, I mean, I may have um, like in a bar or something yeah. um, when I've gone to a, to a, a Brewdog. Um, I may have had one, but yeah. I was in Brewdog in Manchester. Just... That was nice. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know <laughs> what kind of because it it seems like maybe it's their more like experimental arm. Mm. Um, where they can just do a load of stuff, even though um, you know they've got that. Um, what's it called? Like the um, subscription box that goes out that they send three beers in, mm-hmm. is it sort of monthly or however often that goes out. And the ones I see sort of posted online, yeah, they seem to do very well at never repeating themselves. Okay, and having such a wide range of beers. Um, you know, under Brewdog, that they can kind of still experiment and put out new beers and different flavors and different batches mm-hmm. and changing up recipes for certain business within just Brewdog itself. So I don't know what Overworks kind of gives as a different thing. Maybe we need to get um, Callum back on because mm. uh, he worked for for Brewdog for a little while before he's just gone back to uh, to Australia. Um, he 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 might have mentioned it when he was on. To be fair, yeah. um, but we should get him back on at some point. If you know, if Australia has the internet, I've got no idea. <laughs> they don't. Um, 
and <laughs> it's on fire. So <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the whole world. Be safe, on fire. Callum. We'll take the piss out of Australia, but be safe, everyone. In Australia. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm. Yeah, as I say, the whole world is on fire, figuratively and literally. So absolutely. Yeah, it's twenty twenty for you. <sighs> the bit the the year has started off well. Oh, excellently. <laughs> People can't even <laughs> leave their homes without getting struck down by a virus. This is great. It just keeps now. getting better and better. Yes. Yes. Right. Let us talk about <laughs> things that bring us joy to <laughs> yes, our lives and please. leave all of that. Uh, leave all that behind. <laughs> Lucy, mm. let's come to you. I've been chatting about this beer. Um, what what have you, what have you brought to chat about this week? This week, because I didn't really speak about it much last week, we did speak about Frog Detective last week, but um, mm. I was playing games that hadn't been released and therefore were still under embargo, but now they're out. Um, they've nice. actually come out this week, so the two games that I'm going to talk about are called Coffee Talk and The Pedestrian. I'll ah, yes. start with uh, I'll start with Coffee Talk. We're talking about coffee, so... That's a good belated segue, but yes. um, <laughs> twenty minutes later. But uh, it's it it's a visual novel in the style of like um, that Valhalla game that has that's written weird with numericals in its title. But um, that that was oh, like the, a the bartender, bartending, yeah. bartending one. Mm. Yes, it, in its similarities that it's. Um, Disclosure: I haven't played that game. I've had it on my wish list for probably mm. about twelve years, and I still haven't bought yeah, it. But um, yeah. after playing Coffee Talk, I, I have a renewed interest in it. Actually, buying it soon. But um, it's a pixel. Coffee Talk is the same. It's a pixelated. Uh, it, I wouldn't call it a coffee making game because the mechanics are very, very slight. The coffee making is secondary to what you're actually there for which is typically just a visual novel um, mm. you are just you know almost playing like a therapist who's just always listening to the patrons of this coffee shop that's always open at night for some reason it's only open at night for some reason but um, people <laughs> need coffee. coffee yeah yeah sure. people people work night shifts and everything so um, but yeah, it's 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 very much a visual novel in this, but it's very much a visual novel where you're not really you don't really have agency over the story or over your mm. character. You're 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 not a silent protagonist. You're always speaking. Um, it's not it's not voice acted. It's just text. But you know you you are engaging, but you you're not choosing dialogue options. It's it's basically you're just going through a script and yeah what a few visual novels that i've played recently like eliza has done just like in coffee talk you can just say look just play all the text you know don't let don't have it be a requisite where i have to click and click and click yeah. to get the net just 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 let it go and when you want me to interact with it then it stops and nice. i love that it's like nice i can feature. just lie down in bed and just yeah. be like yep just take me through this story. And speaking to the story, it's hmm it's it's not there's not really any overarching like central plot, you know, the, but there are like recurring characters and 
there is a cast. It's like, I don't know, Cheers or something. You're always seeing the same faces. <laughs> and it takes, you know, it takes place over the course of several days. And it's just basically seeing how, you know, these characters, their arcs, their, their individual stories and stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's not the best written game. And it, it doesn't always... I mean, if it tries to, in fact, I don't even think it tries to. It it touches on like heavy subject matter, like mm. uh, interracial dating, you know, sh- um, the economy, classism, stuff like that. It, but it never does it in a way that it's like, okay, this is getting dark, or like this truly has something to say. And in a lot of indie games, and especially visual novels, it does seem like okay, they're they're taking a stance and they're going to go with it, they're going to run with it. Whereas mm. this is like, okay, you are just making some points and, you you know, it is like, okay, there's no point, you know, glossing over it. It is probably more left-leaning than, you know, people's, you know, some people's opinions, yeah. but it's like, it's never going all that way. It's never really saying that much. And it, it's sort of refreshing in that. It's like, okay, you can just have this point of view, but you're not bashing people over the head with it you're not you know really saying let's dig down into this subject matter it's just like here it is we're presenting it this is how we feel and that's it you know it's 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 not too deep it's nothing like that we're not going all the way and that's actually refreshing in this day and age it's like Mm. okay you just you just want everyone to be happy The, the text is you know saccharine and it's like yep that's sweet that's nice cool you're not really going into too much depth in it, and that's fine, you know? So, maybe some people would rather it go into those places, but for me, I'm just like, I don't mind that you have this stance and it's not much of a stance. It's it's just like, you're just stating matter-of-factly and that's it. You're not really digging into the deeper details. That's yeah. fine, you know? Not everything has to be, you know, a you know, complete and utter essay and you know big critique on yeah the world cri- that's the, the word time. critique mm-hmm. on the world and yeah just yeah it's not that it's not too deep it's not yeah. that deep and <laughs> that's what's enjoyable about the story and it's it's just about those characters and their day-to-day lives and you know oh what will their relationship get better oh you know is this indie developer are they gonna be confident showing their game at Max West and stuff like that. It's just, it's just it's just nice individual little stories and little microcosms in this society, which is I should mention that the society that they've uh, built. It's like it's quite fantastical. It's it's obviously okay. a real te- a take on real life, but um, they have fantastical you know elements where it's like oh elves and orcs coexist in this world and stuff like that so there's a bit of a twist on that and it's yeah that that that's interesting like how they you know paint these you know different classes as oh you know the lower middle classes werewolves and this and that and and they and they not only you know address real life circumstances they also build fantastical themes into it like oh the werewolves have to be at home every full moon otherwise they'll just tear shit up and kill people yeah. <laughs> and, just, 
and it's uh, interesting in that respect. But um, I, I suppose mm. that kind of uh, setting and aesthetic mm. allows them to not get too deep as well. Yeah. Um, maybe if it was a you know a slightly futuristic. Um, well, it is. It's set, set in, in the it. future. Yes, some strange, far-flung sort of future, like, which is September mm. 2020. When when the game opens, <laughs> it's like September 2020 in Seattle, oh, yeah. and I'm just like, yeah, that does sound futuristic. And then I realise I was <laughs> nine months away. It's like, how did we get it? <laughs> how old is this game? <laughs> it's like what? That can't. Um, 2020 just sounds unreal. But anyway, I was going to say maybe if it was, you know, if it was (laughs) a a slightly more recently set, but but you know, still kind Mm. of futuristic kind of thing, it it, it kind of leans into you wanting to know a little bit more. You know, their take on that. But having Mm -hmm. those, you know, different species um, of humanoid and things like that, um, kind of it it, it sets you apart from it a little Mm -hmm. bit more, perhaps. True. You don't need to delve, um, you know, deeper. And there are plenty of games which do delve deeper. Yeah. Um, but if this is something which is trying to juggle and um, talk about lots of different issues, mm-hmm. to get deeper on a lot of those, I would imagine we get quite messy. Yeah, as well. that's true. Yeah, because you know something like Eliza, which I played previously, that is a lot of that goes into like the human psyche and can robots truly give you know mental health care to humans and it focuses mm. in on that it does have stuff around the periphery but it, it very much zeroes in on that um core theme it doesn't go into like the whole you know branching genre of singularity it very yeah. much focuses on that and and this yeah it is it, it does focus on a lot of areas but it's like as you say like it talks about video game crunch and it seems less in your face when it's an orc talking about video yeah, yeah. game crunch but but yeah it's, it brings up some interesting topics and the, the tea making it's well not tea tea coffee you can just make milk if you want hot beverage yeah hot beverage making it's it's very simplified it, it kind it's kind of like the red strings club which mean you mm. enjoyed a lot yeah. Was it two years ago? Jeez. Yeah, it must be. Oof. Anyway. <laughs> um, whereas whereas that is very more c- cyberpunky and to do with espionage, this is just very much... Mm. Nah, you're just in a coffee shop. It does have a little twist at the end, which is interesting, but I shan't spoil that. But, mm. um, yeah, the coffee making is very... You know, it's, it's very light and mechanically. You're just, you know, choosing between three ingredients and mixing them up and you can find new recipes um for different drinks um the customers will usually just tell you exactly what they want and sometimes there is a bit of guesswork when they say oh i want this um the this drink called bed chamber it's got honey in and they'll only give you that clue and then you, you you start experimenting with combinations and you you can like throw away like three or four or five I think it's five five different attempts in the story mode but there is an endless mode where you can just make 
to your heart's de- desire oh, nice. and find new recipes and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's a challenge mode which sees you making as many as you can with with a timer ticking down. So, mm. but there's those two different modes. But yeah, it's um, it's just nice, pleasant visual novel. Nice. I enjoyed it. it. It's got a really mm. nice atmospheric uh, quality to it, where it's like. Yeah, just the sound design of you, and you know, you see people walking in the background in the rain, and it's dark, and it's like you, you want to be in a coffee shop when you play that game. You want a cup of coffee. You just want to just sit down with a <laughs> hot drink and play that, and it's it's very good at how, evoking that. No, how did you play it? What did you play it on? Uh, I played it on my Surface, mostly mm. at night with a cup of tea, nice chilling out. So yeah, good. Yeah. That sounds really nice. Is it? It's, it's, uh, it's pleasant, yeah. Yeah, I, I suppose it's one of those, you know, if people like games like Red Strings Club or mm. Read Only Memories, you know, stuff like that, this is sort of, you know, worth their time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're mm. not going to get anything, you know, like that's going to blow your mind, but sure. it, it's nice to chill out. If you're just thinking, oh, maybe you're in like a bit of a slump and you don't know what to play. Mm. And you're just like, I just want something like, you know, sometimes I just need like a telltale-ish game to get yeah. me back into game where it's like, I'm not really doing much, <laughs> but it's like, it's interactive enough where it's like, yes, I'm playing something and mm. this is uh, perfect for that. Nice. Good. So you've also got the pedestrian yes. to talk about, which looks super, super interesting. Yeah, this game's been kicking about for a while. And is it just released as well? Mm, like you yeah. said, both of them maybe, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I remember first seeing it, playing a demo for it in, I think it might have been 2015 or 16. Oh, wow, Something okay. like that. Um, the devs, Skookum Arts, have said that, um, I think it, it said it took them six or seven years in total. Um, I think this is their debut game uh, from the, as a mm. studio, but but yeah, it's it's been a long time coming. I think it was a Kickstarter game. In fact, it was a Kickstarter game. Yes, it was definitely. And the whole premise it, premise of it is it's a puzzle game, um, puzzle platforming game, and mm. the central theme is that you're playing as a st- stick man or woman, one that you'd find on like. Um, gendered bathrooms uh, the little figure and you're having to navigate from point A to point B but the twist is that um, there are several different panels and you can move the panels around so if you connect um, because you connect them via line so if you have the panel the starting panel and you can connect the line that's going from there to one that has a door or one that has a key and you can just move the character around and then you can step back and then rearrange again so mm. say if they're going from the room with the the starting room to the one with the key you connect those two and then you disconnect them and then you connect the one with the uh, the one with the key to the one with the locked door or something like that yep. it, that's a very surface level way of explaining it. it's probably better just to look at a trailer because there are certain, you know, caveats to that. Sometimes, if you move, if you disconnect the line halfway through the puzzle, it will reset. Or there are sometimes okay. some conditions where it's like, 
okay I can has, have this panel and its conditions be static even if I move other things around the conditions of that panel will remain the same and then I can mm. continue from there so it gets more complicated and um, the mechanics start to expand the more you go into it it's probably I think I probably spent about seven hours on it so I'm guessing maybe depending on how quick you're you are at solving these puzzles because some of them did have me scratching my head for quite some time um, probably you're looking at least five hours to nice. finish okay. it finish it all on a first playthrough but are they, um, um, are they linear puzzles so do you do you, do you mm. move through sort of yeah. like a world doing different things mm -hmm. yeah and that's the thing that sh you know strikes me the most about this game because when I played it back in 2015 it was just literally a game where it's just panels you know mm. you just you move from level to level but then the developer started adding on like okay you're going through a subway and then you're going through a you know a factory and stuff like that and it's it, the presentation of everything is really what draws your eye to it because yeah mm. if it was just a level by level and it is still level by level um, puzzle game um, if you're just like going into a menu selecting world one one world one two and stuff like that it would be like okay the, the puzzles are fun but I think this the fact that they're you are just constantly moving through this living breathing world and that the, the mm. developers have gone through the effort of making that presentation make that you know that be what stands out as well as you know the puzzles it just shows you know that they've gone above and beyond and it really is a labor of love from them um and it works it, 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 i always thought it's like mm, do you guys need to do this it seems like the puzzles would just be good enough but it's like no that mm. that brings it brings a cohesion to it, it brings everything together and it makes it, it just makes it a much more appealing package um yeah but the puzzles are really fun. The puzzles are really good. Um, it's a good ass puzzle game. So nice, nice. Yeah. I, I did. Um, I did look at a trailer, mm -hmm. um, and it does look presented very well. You know, I yeah. like that it, you you have that sort of zoomed in version where you can see the panels and how you're moving between them, and it actually looks quite simple. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly it it zoomed out, and you get this very well realized. Yeah. complex kind of scene mm -hmm. that the you know or, or uh, surrounding a wall or, or something that these kind of these panels are on mm -hmm. um which you can then zoom in and, and do whatever you need to i guess but it, it does seem like um as you say if that's then come a bit later mm -hmm. they have definitely put a lot of effort into that yeah uh, into that extra dimension to it because i've they've got a youtube channel and it's pretty good because they've documented like a lot of their development on it they, mm. they, they send out monthly videos and it's just like yeah just seeing how it's um evolved over the years and seeing how well i wouldn't yeah rudimentary it looked before and where they've yeah. got to now the game devs hard man it's like you yeah. really respect <laughs> these people it's like damn yeah Ooh, i could never do that i just sit around and play and talk about them <laughs> oh I'm in the mood for another puzzle game yeah definitely in the mood for a puzzle game yeah it sounds like that will be the the one to pick up where again where did you play that one um that's a good point actually um I played that 
I believe it's only on Steam at the moment. I think okay. it's got console ports in the works, but they're not out yet. But I think it's just on Steam. Um, but I played on my Surface again. But the thing yeah. is, is that I played it with both controller and mouse. Um, the reason is, is because I did all the, you know, all the little. There's a tiny bit of platforming. There's nothing like that, that you need Twitch skills or anything like that for. It's just, you know, mm. platforming in a puzzle sense. It's like, okay, I just need to get up to this ledge, done. But um, I, I, when I was um, moving the panels around, I used the mouse. And then when I wanted to move the person around, I used the controller. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because you, you could... I, I'd probably... <laughs> not recommend playing that way but um it i'd probably just stick with mouse and keyboard um mm. just because when you're moving a cursor with a controller it's always a bit tedious so it's yeah. like mm, yeah, yeah but um yeah because it, it's like you're it's not like you're having to s- switch on the fly very quickly um you know you, you are like connecting the panels and then you know, then doing the platforming or vice versa. It's not like oh, I'm switching in between the two quite often. You do switch, but not not to any extent where it's like mm. oh, oh gosh, this is too much to juggle. So <laughs> yeah, but just play on mouse and keyboard probably. Um, yeah, because yeah, moving around cursors, I don't. It's not fun on controller. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> when some games are just like uh, in this one, it's absolutely you know, required because you know, you're moving around um, panels and you're moving you know, you're connecting dots between them and stuff like that. But in games where it's like, oh I just want to cycle for a menu, why give me a cursor? Mm. You know? On on yeah. console. Doesn't make any sense. But um yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. Uh, talking about um, you know, things like accessibility with the um, with yeah. with um, coffee talk. Mm-hmm. You know, allowing you to um, just let that text just flow and, and take you through it. I think giving you the option to, to jump between, you know, mouse, keyboard, and, and, and pad is mm-hmm. good. Yeah. But it needs to be kind of, it needs to be very well designed for both. Yes. Um, and so then not have to make you, you know, either choose one over the other because mm-hmm. of the ease of use of that yeah. one. Um, uh, some games it's very hard to do I get that you yeah. know but in somewhere it's just like this is not needed like I don't know like Destiny where it's like okay just let me cycle through this rather than mm-hmm. have the stupid curse this is this is all I remember from um, playing Destiny in like 2014 or something like that <laughs> on Playstation on the free the demo takeaway. yeah the shooting was good and I was just like what the hell is this? <laughs> Why am I, couldn't you just give me a normal menu? Like, come on. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, that's the pedestrian. <laughs> Go play it. It's better than because Destiny. Adel, because Adol isn't here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to jump oh, into the old... Steam and I've, looked, I've just looked at it on Steam. Mm-hmm. I'll jump into some Steam reviews. Mm. Um, I'll have to see... Um, currently showing... Showing 44 reviews that match the oh, filters above. Good. I didn't think I'd put any filters. That's really Overall, good, considering it's, it's, it only came out yesterday. That's yeah, right. so there's some pre-release reviews. Okay. Um, still posted on the 29th of January, most of them. 
I don't know whether they just perhaps update. Um, this, um, so, I mean, a lot of them just echo kind of what you said, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, unique puzzle game because of the different puzzles and the the sense of the environments as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's someone saying the... Uh, it just says because, yeah a lot of just positive positive yeah. positive oh, positive good. positive positive, positive. I wanted to find something that was maybe that's a weird. little bit more of a criticism <laughs> yeah. but on my phone Adele always just finds the weird it? ones though it's like mm. he's <laughs> just got a knack for it. it he gets the time he gets the time to uh, to, to read through them as well as mm. we're just sort of like riffing while he's going like oh I just find these crazy <laughs> crazy reviews um, but yeah, I mean, just just looks so far like it is very good, That's um, good. kind That's of across the board, hear. really. I hope it sells um, well. It does have, let's see, most helpful, not most helpful, most helpful, most helpful, most helpful, <laughs> most helpful, least most helpful. helpful. <laughs> funny. You can actually search for funny reviews. Yeah, Steam. yeah, yeah. But some are unironically that. funny. That's a weird thing. I want to search for least helpful. <laughs> <laughs> and just get all my video game suggestions from there. That makes sense. Yeah. Just a bad game every week. Yeah. Or at least you'd know what to stay away from, maybe. I know what to stay away from, from, from Steam. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are anime games. <laughs> yeah, most of them visual novels, probably. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Right, I can't find a funny review. They're they're not funny at all. Those That's ones that were marked as funny. I, I, they, I'm were, glad people... they were just kind of more one-liners. Just people saying this game is great or this is the best game ever. Like good. you know that sort of thing. Not That's funny. That's what at I want to hear because it is a very good game. Good. Mm-hmm. I should have Put done that for Switch. coffee talk, shouldn't I? Really? Uh... If there's anything that riles people up more, it's an orc talking yeah. about his interracial relationship <laughs> and coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you shouldn't drink it black. <laughs> right, Ooh. I'm gonna open another beer. Yeah, heard. Uh, this is a beer from <gasps> Bad Company Brewing and Distilling. I think they're called Bad Company, or are they called Bad Brewing and Distilling Company. It looks like that. Those ones that um, were gonna were they gonna go out of business and then they got bought up by like Tesco or something oh um, um, they had the weirdest beer names that you couldn't make out I know, like, I know who you mean yeah. but I yeah. can't put my finger on it oh gosh what mm, well, it I just says everything isn't it we remember their Does, weird packaging exactly. couldn't remember yes. any of their beers <laughs> um, so they're called they are called Bad Co okay. um, because it's brewing and distilling Mm-hmm. Company, uh, who are based in uh, Yorkshire. Mm-hmm. This is O five one eight. Okay. Uh, An off tempo milkshake IPA, five point eight percent. It does give me the um, ingredients. So the malts are Marisotta, wheat malt, road oats, carotin, and lactose. The hops okay. are Citra and El Dorado. And that is all it uh, all it gives me. So that's all yeah. she wrote. Mm. Uh, Bad Co are another brewery that I have seen in Morrison's, mm. but never, never picked Good up. Idea. 
Um, okay. Heard mixed things. I know they they released a beer, which I think is called Boston Tea Pie. Right. Um, which I think when it released, people were saying, this is brilliant, this is a really good beer, yeah. it's really nice. And then I think then maybe they had some batch issues, um, some, some quality control issues, because suddenly it became this very um, uh, uh, divisive kind of beer. People were saying, oh no, the one I've got is not very good, and, and yeah. all of this sort of stuff. So I've never, never jumped onto a beer from them, but um, yeah, fancied something different. Mm, so this definitely hope. fits the bill. Let's hope it does the thing. Does the good thing. Mm. I mean, it's got a nice, a nice nose, which you can tell it's a like a milkshake IPA. Okay. It looks a bit darker than. It is. It's it's quite dark. It's quite mm. sort of murky. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, white head on that. I, I, it doesn't doesn't stick to the glass at all. Yeah. I haven't left myself much room to see that, but it doesn't stick there at all. But it's got that nice sweet nose to it that you'd kind of expect from a from like a milkshake IPA. Yeah, that's the thing with milkshake IPAs. Like they can get it so wrong sometimes. Mm. Um, it can just sometimes it's just not what I'm looking for in a beer. It's like very sweet, sugary. Has has you know doesn't have like that crispness to it. That even mm. if you had like a fruit forward like IPA it still retains that you know bit of crispness a bit of carbonation to it whereas milkshake IPA it's just like no we're just throwing everything into this to make it taste like a milkshake where it's like yeah. I don't really typically want that from a beer I want a yeah, beer I, I, yeah. I think this falls um, somewhere in between almost mm. um, yeah I'm getting sweetness Straight away, mm-hmm. absolutely, but it mellows quite well, okay, and leaves me with yes a like a sweetness at the back of the mouth, but this bitterness kicks through as well, right? Okay. Um, just just dragging that sweetness back down because I could see you have a sip and it feels quite sweet, but actually just left on its own, that would start to be a little bit too sort of sickly. Okay. Um, it's yeah. got you know quite a quite a creamy kind of mouthfeel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the lactose kind of uh, helping in in various different ways there. Um, but yeah, it's got like a slight. It's not thick. It's not you know viscous. Yeah. It's just slightly creamy. Okay. Um, I think. Well, that's a relief. I think it, <laughs> it's the it's the bitterness which mm. maybe brings everything down. Just, just brings yeah. it together. Mm. Yeah. And um, just stops this just being kind of like a mm, sure, yeah. very sweet, creamy kind of um, you know coke float type mm. thing. Um, it doesn't doesn't have that same level of kind of like carbonation or something like that. But uh, that bitterness just pulls it back, lets you know what's going on that it's a beer, yeah. um, whilst still allowing that sweetness to to stick around a little bit. And the, the combination of the two do start to feel a little bit more. Stewy, okay. As the beer goes on, so what starts off quite sweet um, remains sweet through that bitterness. Maybe twenty, thirty seconds after, mm. starts just to turn very slightly and be a little bit more kind of stewy, a little bit more kind of almost like that fermented sweetness 
where uh, you know it almost starts to sour very slightly. Mm, okay. um, right. But that kind of has me reaching to go back and go, okay, like I'll have that sweetness and that bitterness sort of run through again. Mm, yeah. I don't know, milkshake IPAs. I mean, you wouldn't have thought they would stuck around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, just by their nature, you would have thought, oh, this was a very fatty kind of thing. Mm. Sort of like brute IPAs. I don't know, like, there must be a contingent of people who would just really love milkshake IPAs and just. Well, yeah, and I mean, mm. if, if this is in something like Morrison's, they must mm-hmm. be continuously making yeah. it. So yeah. there's obviously a market for it, uh, you know, from, from some people. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> who those people are where they exist where they live I don't know what. <laughs> where you know, did they come from where they've come from um, it's just like what mood do you have to be in to like want a milkshake IPA because I'm imagining that, that it'd be refreshing on like a summer's day but mm. I don't know I don't think I'd want the I think when I think of like lactose and milk on a hot day I just think of curdling <laughs> Mm. I don't know. Yeah, curdled milk. Mm. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, mm. hard to see how it goes through yeah. throughout the whole beer. Whether that um, that that sort of that slightly stewy mm-hmm. note to it, which kind of sits almost on the the sides of the tongue a little bit. That's where mm-hmm. it's kicking in sort of the most of that. That's starting. The more I drink this, that's starting to creep in earlier and earlier mm. in the flavour. Hopefully, it doesn't too much that as soon as I sip it that's kind of yeah. all I'm getting yeah. um, you know I'd still like it to work through all of those all of those yeah. flavours and you know the sweetness to the bitterness and then kick that in with that, that stewed sort of yeah. um, fruits that, that's fine but yeah. just allow that to work through I think the fact that it's balanced helps it immensely because yeah like I mean lactose in like stouts you know just to thicken them up I mean, yeah. Some do, some don't have lactose in them, but um, then I understand. It. But like when you get in like that, that stickiness on your tongue, it's like you already have the hops and the resinous from that, and it's like the lactose just has, it just doesn't go that mm. well for me with like something that's trying to be, you know, piney and bitter. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about milkshake IPAs. I've had. I, don't get me wrong. I've had one or two good ones in my lifetime. Um, the the honey milkshake IPA from Dale was superb. That they don't mm. make anymore. Uh, which is a shame. But yeah, I don't know. I'm having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a moment with milkshake IPAs. It's just like, I'll let you live in the moment. Yeah. I, uh, my, my PC fans have just gone absolutely insane. Oh. I've got no idea why. They've just kicked in massively. Um, <laughs> who knows? They're, they're roaring with applause. All your that's, well, that's PC fans. Like, yes, yes, Lucy, yes. <laughs> um, so, I'll drink this whilst mm. I um, chat about what I've been playing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna linger on Death Stranding. Um, oh, this yeah. week, um, still I'm, playing. How do you it's... talk about? 
I don't know if that's a good or bad sign. <laughs> um, oh, I'm enjoying it. I'm really okay, enjoying good, it. Good. Um, yeah, well, I'll talk about it when I've finished it. Maybe. Okay, Who okay. knows when that will be? Yeah. Um, I think I've sunk about thirty hours into it. Um, so the, maybe you know, you're I was halfway maybe, through that. <laughs> I, I was maybe ten hours, and I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more when I spoke about it, so mm-hmm. I've managed to get a little bit in um, mm-hmm. this week. Uh, so yeah, yeah, still enjoying it. Um, Good. But another game I've um, been playing, which mm-hmm. I'm also enjoying for a very, very different reason, mm-hmm. is uh, the Shrouded Isle. And is that the cult one? Cult Simulator yes. one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that looks. So it's. Um, it's published. Oh, it's, it's developed by um, as as Minute was, you know, mm. developed by these individual okay. people. Right, yeah. um, it's this. It's the same deal. Individual, it, it like uh, developed by four or five individual people. Mm-hmm. Um, published by Kit Fox Games. Mm-hmm. Um, it is this Lovecraftian management game. Mm. Uh, you are like high priest, and you have to run through each season yeah. um, and uphold a certain level of criteria through each of them. So uh, you're trying to manage lots of different things over this period of time. And um, you have got five years to appease your god um, and <laughs> do something. Yeah. I don't know what happens at the end. I have not got past up towards the end of the second year so far okay. um, I've only got about three hours in it I think I've maybe done um, six or seven runs yeah so um, uh, basically you're presented with a screen um, it's kind of like a map of the the, the town Schoenborg that you're in um, that you're the high priest for mm-hmm. and you pick um one person from five different houses to be your advisor. Mm-hmm. So you will click into a house and it will bring up a uh, a panel of maybe four, maybe five, maybe six different members of that family. And you have to pick one of them to be your advisor through the year. So, or through the season. So um, each season is three turns. It's monthly. Um, and with your advisors you have to manage um, five different elements. I think it's like discipline, uh, fervor, um, obedience, ignorance, mm. and there's one more. Um, but each of these people, the, the, the people that you choose to be advisors, they will um, have a, a benefit and a negative effect on these five different elements. So you might pick one person and um, it, it says that one of their traits is is ignorant. So yeah. you know that they will give you a benefit to ignorance if you choose them to do something within that month. And it might be that they're from this family, so they will, um, you know, they'll whip people to um, make them obedient or something like that. That's and uh, he, <laughs> whilst that's raising obedience, they will also raise ignorance because that's one of their traits. To be able to do that, and you have to basically manage these five bars. So um, you have um, a plus trait and a negative trait. Normally, the negative trait is more impactful than the positive trait. So 
whilst someone might be like plus 10 to ignorance, they might be minus 20 to, to, to further or something like this. So you have to kind of play a bit of a balancing act on, on each month and say, I'm going to pick uh, just this person this month to do their activity and that's going to boost this up. Uh, I'm going to choose these two people because whilst I want to boost that, that brings that down too much. But if I pick this person as well, that will mm -hmm. just keep it kind of level. So there's lots of management going on within that. Uh, above that, you've then got to keep each of the houses in line. So if you mm -hmm. pick their person to do the activity on a month, then that will make them happier with you. If you don't, <laughs> that makes them dissatisfied. So you're trying to balance that as well. And then at the end of each season you have to pick someone to sacrifice to your god. Mm -hmm. And based on what you're able to ascertain as you go through each of the months, what you're able to inquire about uh, before you make your selection, you might have, um, you know, you might have picked five people who mm. are very kind of uh, middling. They only have plus 10 and minus 10 to a lot of things. And if you pick someone... Um, that has one of their negative traits that is um, you know, only minus 10. I think it's 5, 10, 15, 20, or 30 mm. are, the, are the, the increments. Um, unless you pick someone who is you know, minus 30 to something, and it will pop up and say, they're a pervert, minus 30 <laughs> to this trait. Um, or they're a scholar, minus 30 to ignorance. You know, that sort mm -hmm. of thing. The house that you um, take the sacrifice from will get you know very dissatisfied from you. If if you found someone out to be a pervert or something that is unwanted within the town and the society, mm. then they're much more willing for you to be able to kind of sacrifice them. Okay. And it's 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 really it's really fucking hard. It's really hard yeah. <laughs> to get that balance. And in, in the same way that something like Reigns was, yeah, where you're constantly battling. Mm constantly battling to try and keep everything to a certain level um you you also have this god or whatever it is that's talking to you give you kind of little um objectives mm, yeah. to, to undertake as well so the god will, will say something like bring me uh, bring me the scholar so you're then also hunting out who the scholar is out of um i think roughly 30 people across the five houses okay. so you've then got to find who that scholar is and then sacrifice them because that's what your god has asked for whilst still yeah. balancing everything so if you sacrifice someone that might you know make that house hate you enough that they usurp you and that's yeah. game over you've got to start again or it drags obedience down too much and the town revolt against you. Yeah. Um, so there's lots and lots and lots and lots of stuff kind of mm. going on. There's so many layers to this to try yeah. and get your head around. Turns out and, running a cult is pretty hard. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, the first time I played it, I think yeah. I lasted uh, like three seasons and yeah. that was about it. How long is a typical um, run then? Because rains ooh. you are, you know, it's very quick. Um, it would be, I think if you were to get for the full five years, mm -hmm. it would, you know, it'd probably be, ooh, hard to say, a good 40 minutes to an hour. Okay. Depends on how, on how much you're delving into it, how much you're kind of deliberating between, you know, picking people and things like mm -hmm. that and, and trying to weigh things up, you know, 
you might sit there and know that this guy gives you minus, minus 30 to obedience um, and this guy gives you minus 30 to ignorance yeah. but your obedience is you know, through the roof everyone is super obedient so like okay it doesn't matter if my obedience drops a little through this season mm-hmm. um, I'm going to pick this guy I know it's a sure thing it's a sacrifice um, at the end of the season I haven't found the person I need to yet so he's mm-hmm. kind of like a backup um, you know and I've, I've, I've really kind of um, I think the first maybe four uh, runs that I played, I was quite quick uh, to run through, and it's more as I've thought about it and picked up on these kind of like smaller details, and thinking, okay, actually try to balance it and play this against this and mm-hmm. do this, that I've taken my time a little bit more with it. And uh, as I say, I think I've got about three hours in it, okay. and I've done maybe six or seven runs. So, you know... Um, my later ones I'm getting towards the end of the second year so almost into the third year so not quite halfway through a run and maybe they've been more sort of 15 minutes uh, in um, as a a run so yeah I expect you're 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 probably getting close to an hour on a a full run but it is it's easy to just think okay I can see my mistake there Mm -hmm. Um, I'll go back into it whilst not that sort of that quick um, action, like something like Hotline Miami, where you're going yeah. around, bam, 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 you die straight back in. This is, you know, go back to the menu. You start again. You go into it. You start the first season and roll through from there. And you're kind of you're not quite exploring as much maybe as you were on those first couple of runs. Like, oh, okay, what is this tower over here? What does that mm-hmm. do? And when does that unlock? Because um, you can start to purge people of you know various traits that they have and things like okay. this as you run through, and it is it, it is very uh, it's very interesting on that different kind of like layers and how you manage those different layers. And if you're into that, mm-hmm. this does have like a Lovecraftian aesthetic and theme yeah, to it. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah, because I, I, I mean, it does when you yeah. when you said it, it's like yeah that that um, art style just immediately popped into my head and was like oh is that the cold game it's like yeah um mm. so yeah i know it from the art style but um i was looking at steam reviews ooh. and ooh. i think which are mixed right yeah um mm. they are and it is owing to let me just read this because this is very funny um the first review that's on here uh chernobog it's an awfully strange way to spell R and Jesus. <laughs> For people who don't know, R and G, random number generator. So everything's based on randomness. And when you're praying to R and Jesus, it means you want the odds to fall in your favour. Yes. So, I thought that was funny. Um, it's baffling that this game is tagged Choices Matter because your choices do not matter. The game actually punishes you when you don't follow its rigid and incredibly hollow structure then punishes you some more when you do um (laughs) that i think this guy's called monday but um oh he must hate himself doesn't he (laughs) i mean it does punish you yeah it's it's a lovecraftian like cult management thing of course Mm -hmm. it's going to and of course it's going to because um, Lovecraft you know, was turns out an asshole. So, um, yeah, yeah. A, a very, very racist, uh, <laughs> awful human. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yes, uh, but it, it kind of. I think they've. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. They, yeah. it, I say it's a, like a Lovecraftian theme. It is that like gothic horror style um, that they've gone for. I suppose Lovecraftian is the word that we've come to to give for sort of like gothic horror. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, it does deal with you know things like gods and and stuff like that as well. Um, I think as well because of the art style, everyone is white. Oh, okay. Well, they're not white. They're kind of pallid yellow. Mm. <laughs> but everyone's a Simpsons character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think there's much. Um, diversity mm. in the people you know you're either picking guy with glasses or yeah. girl whose hair falls across her face um there's not much more to it than that really you know you you do get a bit of an age difference so you will have two adults normally and then some children who are they're not children they're kind of teeny 20s type age mm. kind of at least from kind of how they look yeah um but that's kind of just very stock characters, yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah. A lot of people who who've, who've given it a thumbs up that they, they like the atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the the setting and the look of it. That's a, you know, people have been uh, given that its plaudits. But yeah, I think a lot of people yeah. are just saying once you really get into the, into it, you know, spend a few more hours into it, like the mechanics start to reveal themselves, and it's less frustrating. So yeah. But um, uh, one guy gave it a thumbs up and just said, uh, "Purge heretics." So, and I agree. <laughs> thumbs I mean, up. It's, it, it, it's it is a good kind of take um, on this style as well because yeah. it very much um, you know makes you think about it. It, it, it is kind of like a brutal cult. It, they yeah. you, they want you to be obedient. They want you to be ignorant. They uh, want you to kind of be in your place and not to question anything, or at least that's what your kind of your objective as this high priest mm-hmm. is to keep the kind of the masses at bay and just to appease the the, the god essentially and get through every month, sacrifice mm-hmm. someone um, to fulfill you know whatever the prophecy is that in five years you'll all ascend mm-hmm. to something or yeah. do something or get taken by the sea. Or be eaten by an interdimensional beast, <laughs> or, you know, whatever it is going yeah. to be at the end. Really interesting concept. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd love to see what this team do next if they haven't done anything yet, because it was, it's about a good two years old. This game. It is. It is really? a couple of years old. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked it up cheap in um, August two thousand seventeen. I should put it back on my. I don't know if it was ever on my wish list. I should put it on my wish list, I should say, because if it was ever cheap, then yeah, just to experience how weird that world is and be interesting. Mm. Yeah, I, I think I got it for something like 60p. Oh, because nice. I, I, because I'd sold a load of mm. um, cards. So <laughs> I yeah. had, you know, and it, it, I say I got it for 60p. It was only about maybe £2.60. Okay. So I had about £2 worth of reasonable. credit from selling yeah. some cards. So yeah. Mm. And that wasn't in the um, New Year Steam sale. That was in the Winter Steam sale. Okay. I think I picked yeah. that up. Um, that's uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely worth a look at that kind of at that kind of price mm-hmm. if you like those kind of management games. Or I've even always if you're wanted to run my own cult. So yeah, yeah. 
And if you're just into that Lovecraftian, <laughs> uh, gothic horror yeah. style thing, and you fancy something which isn't, mm. um, you know, action orientated um, or, or, or too um, too complex, it is complex, mm-hmm. but not in a I've got to smash all the buttons at once type yeah. way. You know, you can take your time over this. You can think mm-hmm. about it. Um, and that's definitely kind of what I, which was, it was a nice change of pace to Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, Death Stranding. Tripping yourself uh, over, tripping yeah. over boxes. Falling over rocks, yeah. smashing <laughs> boxes everywhere. Uh, I'm very surprised that I haven't been able to get in one of the boxes. Yeah. On Death Stranding and hide from, Stole. you know, people. Oh, yeah. You mm. must. Yeah. If that is not in the game, because everyone would have been talking about it. it, would have been like every polygon article ever. Like <laughs> you can get in a box in Death Stranding. What the box yes, means? That would have featured heavy. Yeah, is it a is it a metaphor for him and his relationship with Konami and stuff? There'd be thousands of articles about it, but that's ridiculous. <laughs> Continue what you do. <laughs> oh damn! You'll just find someone, especially because. Um, oh. The so that the human enemies, the mules, mm. they they just basically want to steal everyone's stuff. So they will attack um, you and porters, you know, people, yeah. delivery men, to take their stuff just mm. because they want to. Yeah, um, they're deprived and of uh, exactly. Yeah. They they need it. They need mm. post. Um, I'd love so the day if, where I don't get yeah. any post. <laughs> God. Brown letters Another from HMRC. Circular. It's like yeah. you need to pay us. Oh. It's like I paid you five months ago. Idiots. <laughs> anyway, mate, same as me. I got this letter saying <laughs> yeah. blah 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 blah, and I went to my account. She's like, mm-hmm. "No, I've yeah. done that. I'm like, yeah. brilliant. Okay, cool. Mm. Um, yes, uh, I, I'm surprised that you can't hide in a box and get them to come and yeah. get you to infiltrate their <laughs> camps a little bit. But it, you know, it does have those kind of like stealth elements to it. Nowhere near as uh, involved as like Metal Gear. Um, you know, you're you're not kind of like prone crawling along yeah. the ground and stuff like this. Uh, but it, it kind of still leans into that a little bit, mm. um, and definitely kind of almost pushes you into being a little bit more stealthy when you're dealing mm-hmm. with um, with the the human enemies and stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, surprising that you can't just like switch into one of these boxes, like decoy <laughs> box or something. Yeah, I, 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 I just randomly started playing Metal Gear Solid 2 on whichever collection was on 360. And I started playing it and I was like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> I can't... Nothing to do with the game. It's just I, I just don't want to play these old clunky controls. It was yeah, the same with fair. Resident Evil 4 that I tried the other day. I was just like, not in the mood. I can go back and play obtuse point-and-click adventure games. On the other hand, but moving with like tanky controls, nah, nah, mm. not having it. I'll I'll play Monkey Island Two instead. <laughs> you know where you really are with that. Options, huh? You know where you are. You 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 know you play the point and click, <laughs> and you it. haven't had to change. You you've not adapted. You're not uh you know up on a new control scheme for point and click games. Yeah, they're pretty similar across mm. the ages. They're just stupid puzzles, man. That's when you know you're broken as a human, when you can get through 
most of those games without a guide. It's like there's yeah. something wrong with your brain. The fact that you thought of this. It's like, oh my, because I think Thimbleweed Park. Which why haven't they made a sequel yet? Come on, I know we're talking about how hard game dev is, but come on, Ron. Gilbert. I mean, Thimbleweed Park took a little while to actually come mm. out, didn't it? And it's only maybe two years old, 2016, 2017, maybe. Two thousand seventeen, yeah. Come on, it's been three years. Just get the pixels together. Done. Um, yeah, the, the I mean, just reuse, just reuse everything. Yeah, right? be, yeah. Just, just make another one of those. But um, yeah, the fact that I got through most of that without a guide, yeah, I, I'm broken inside. <laughs> I played Broken what was Sword. It? So there was, um, there was something I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Something I played, which really made me want to play um, like an X Files game. Oh yeah, um, you know, like you a Mulder saying. and Scully mm. style thing. It wasn't Thimbleweed Park. You were um, it was something else that just it. made me want an X Files game, and I found mm. a game oh, yeah, <laughs> on my phone, which looked very strange. <laughs> which was an X Files <laughs> game, but it wasn't. It was like this weird experience where I—I I mean, it was kind of like visual novelly. Mm. Where you're making choices, you know, very binary choices. Like, do you go in the room or stay outside? Like, uh, well, I don't know. I just heard someone screaming in there, so you know, <laughs> stay could, outside. Can I not? Can I not slowly approach and just peek round the corner, perhaps, with my weapon? One or the drawn? other. Binary. No, one know, or no, zero. No. <laughs> just go in or no, don't. Which me. one? Which one? And then you. So you do this. Um, this opening kind of episode. Of all of these choices, and there's... I don't know, I can't remember what the fuck there was. Like a fucking snowman or something. Um, eating people in a military base. And then suddenly... Fucking the T-1000, whatever his fucking name is, he turns up. Because he's obviously he's no longer with the FBI. Oh, else. oh him. Not the he, actual not the T-1000. Uh, the guy who in, plays... In, you know, what, was his, what was his fucking agent oh, name? Gosh, what, what's his name? He's got like a really cool name. He has got a very cool yeah. name, yes. Oh, mate, let's find out what is his fucking name. <laughs> I want to say Doggett, but I don't think it's fucking Doggett. It probably is. <laughs> T-1000. Actor. Oh, I should put actor, shouldn't I? Yeah. Rather than T-1000. T-1000 is a fictional character. <sighs> Portrayed by... Robert Patrick. That's not his name, is it? Yep, that's the actor's name, Robert Patrick. I thought maybe it was something cool in X-Files. What's he called in X-Files? Let's have a little look. Um, how do I get... Oh, there we go. IMDB. Mm-hmm. Which is now owned by uh, Amazon. Oh. Because you've got to log in using like your oh, Twitch no. details. What? Or, I know, I know. <laughs> I just want to see what this actor's in. Right, I don't want to find... sign oh. up for Twitch Prime. I'm going to have to go with filmography, aren't I? Mm. Um, rather than, I don't know, what would you call it if it's TV? Uh, I think it's still filmography. I suppose. It's it's, it's recorded on film, I guess. Mm. Um, well, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Don't remember him in there. Have you found How his name? How old is X-Files? How far back am I going? 96? Did it start earlier than 96? I'm still in the 2000s. The late it's, 2000s. What's his I'll name? 
Robert Patrick, I'll find you in X Files. <laughs> I could probably have just. Uh, yeah, he's Doggett. John Doggett. There we okay, go. Okay, yeah. Yes. I remember these things occasionally. Anyway, because I remember because it was like fox and dog. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So he turned up in this game, um, and he said, "Oh, I know some people who might be interested in this." And then Mulder and Scully turn up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "This isn't. This isn't what I wanted. This isn't the X Files game mm. that I wanted." I had to download this weird app <laughs> to actually be able to play it. And then download the episodes, mm-hmm. and it yeah. kept throwing up different games at me. Like, if you like this, play this. I'm like, don't want to. Don't want to play this. It's just the same game with a different that, fucking skin on it. That's... Like NCIS, you know, <laughs> Baltimore, fucking doing some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Like that's in... not a. That's that's not a route you want to go down. <laughs> All the port. When you show me a screenshot or when I looked it up, I could just see that it was poorly written. I didn't need to read any text. I could just tell. I mean, <laughs> I don't think it was poorly written. Some of it was, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's not quite... Yeah, you know, I just... I, was Chaucer, just like, no, I, I, I don't want to fucking... I don't want to play this. Mm. I definitely don't want to play yeah, this. This is not the game we, we deserve. Um, yeah, Cult Simulator, Shrouded Isle. Yeah, I... Yeah. I'll I'll look out for that. Yeah, I, I want a good cult game. Maybe people are probably already doing this in The Sims, aren't they? Just making their own cults. <laughs> but um, yeah, because that that other game, that um, Church in the Darkness, which I never actually got around to playing. Oh yeah. That was meant to be like um, not a one to one portrayal, but it was meant to be like, you know, Jonestown. It was meant to. You know, let you see from like both sides of the coin, like what it's what it's like to be in a cult, and you know why people run a cult. You know, start from like probably humble beginnings and actually want to do good in the world, and then just devolving into anarchy. But um, <laughs> apparently they, they didn't play that well, so that was a shame. We need yeah, a good Adol, cult Adol game. played it, didn't he? Like, oh, yeah. um, I think yes, it was a bit did, yeah. warm on it. Mm. A lot of repeated maps and things like that, mm. wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, you do have something like Cultist Simulator, but I yeah, th- that's like a card game, isn't it? Yeah, that wasn't exactly what I wanted. Mm. I De- devs make exactly what I want, mm, and I don't know what it is I want. You're meant to tell me. Yeah, no, that, I mean, just go back <laughs> and play like Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's not a card game that. whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But it looks it, brutal. It, it, I was playing when I was playing the Shrouded Isle. I'm thinking, mm. ooh, ooh. This is giving me little Darkest Dungeon vibes. Very mm. different game, but I, I kind of thinking, mm, do I want to go back and play that? Mm-hmm. Do should should we just have a Darkest it's... Dungeon too? Probably the darker dungeon. <laughs> the darkest Dungeon. No, it's already Darkest Dungeon. Yeah. The darkerest. Yeah. The dark-er-est right. Dungeon. Mm. The deeperest, yeah. darkerest Dungeon. So, what do you think you're gonna play next? I've just introduced a new topic. Well, what do you think you're gonna I've play got, next? Look at, look at my T-shirt. Oh, so that um, is a very nice T-shirt. It's got a cool bear on it. <laughs> this is a, for a game called Star Drive, which I hadn't heard of, right? Mm. But I won a competition um, run by Iceberg Interactive, um, who have lots of—I say lots—they've got about five or six different games that they produced mm-hmm. uh, that they um, that they published last year. Um, yeah, I won a competition, won a few T-shirts. And won some game codes um, nice. for uh, Still There, 
which is a game oh, which has been on my wish list. Um, uh, that is probably the game I'm going to play next. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'm still playing Death Stranding, but I think still there is probably the game I'm going to play next. Um, and a, a game called Pax Nova, which mm-hmm. again I hadn't heard of, but looks like a 4x strategy game. And I'm like, yep, that's completely up my alley. <laughs> that's that's I, a Ben I, game. I will, yeah. I will have a look at this and probably just you know lose a day to it. Just start off and think, I'll just I'll just investigate a little bit. And suddenly it's four o'clock. And I'm like, oh shit! I've got like 25 emails. Fuck. Uh, what, what, what do I do? Um, and Ben and blacked out. The, the last one was the shortest, or the shortest, or not even the just shortest trip to Earth. Yeah. Which, Very FTL. Uh, yes, FTL mm-hmm. style game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. FTL right, got I achievements. Think... Which is interesting. Got Steam so achievements. FTL got Steam achievements. Like seven years after it first released. Really? Mm. Yeah, just recently. I think it's <laughs> <laughs> I think it was probably because of the Xbox people because I think it came to like Game Pass on PC. I think Really? I think there was like renewed interest. It's like why is there no achievements in that? So. Yeah, yeah. And they've it's now got Steam achievements. Do you think it had the same level of resurgence as The Witcher? So obviously the the TV show probably it's just that nobody's talking about it. Yeah, because the people who play FTL just don't talk to anybody. (laughs) They just play the game and get on (laughs) with their lives. They don't start singing stupid Witcher songs about feeding a penny to your Witcher or something like that. I'm I'm still like I'm um, friends of Out of Lives. People who go to Out of Lives and um, you know look at our other content, Mm. or uh, any of you who are part of the Facebook page. You will have seen my face in various different forms, either on Tanked Up or through a uh, you know short series of little videos about me chatting about different things. I still want to do a little video about uh, my thoughts on The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I started writing them all down. I thought, now nah, I don't want to do I don't want to do a written article on this. I just want to fucking chat about it, like just 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 talk about it. Mm-hmm. One of my biggest issues with that show is that fucking song. It is not very good. I do not understand why everyone wants to throw toss a coin to the fucking witcher. Just 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 drop the song. Just fucking enjoy the series. Don't think about the song. Don't worry that it's on Spotify. That's not news. No one just, just no one's gonna be listening no one's listening to this song over and over and over and over again. It'll pass. It'll be I did see a Kickstarter trailer for a game that's coming out. It's like GTA set in like medieval times. I think it's called Rustler. And Ooh. it's like a 13 second trailer. And it starts out with some guy in a loot singing toss a coin to your witcher. No, he doesn't. And, does someone, really? ju- and someone just decks him. <laughs> and it's like support on Kickstarter. And I was like, I'll give nice. you a thumb. I may not support you on Kickstarter. I'm going to give you a thumbs up on your video. <laughs> nice, nice. I mean, I just, I, you know, I want to talk about like the saw play. And how you know all of just Henry Cavill's absurdly handsome gruffness, yeah. just mm, mm, fuck, just that's, that's all he has to say continuously throughout that fucking show. Um, but I will probably do my thoughts. I don't know at some point on that show. And also, um, Kim and I just finished watching The Boys. Mm-hmm. Oh, last week we finished watching The Boys, and I want to just have a little chat about that as well. So maybe over the next couple of weeks, I'll just start putting out chats on what I've been TV watching chat. 
someone who watches TV. And I want to talk to someone about Picard as well. Sorry, I'm not the right person to talk about any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing games like a real game. That's it. Yeah, like yeah, a good no game. Time for, exactly. yeah, no, no time for TV. And, Lucy, mm-hmm. you'll have even less time for TV now that you are part of the elite <laughs> gaming crew. <laughs> yes. No turning back now. I've got a gaming PC. It's a beast. <laughs> and I'll probably just end up playing games from 1994. <laughs> 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 Point and click adventures. and just like, yes. More than likely. Yep. Rather than those, those big beasts that need all of the processing yep. power and the fucking graphical mm. what does absurdity. Monkey Island the curse of Monkey Island look like stretched out widescreen 5k what does that look like <laughs> in 2000 like anti-aliasing on <laughs> anti-aliasing <laughs> off mm, mm. don't think it does anything no. but yeah it's been refreshing too I, I fired up Disco Elysium um, mm. Briefly, um, it's just nice to put all that on max settings, you know. I was just like, yep, yeah. yep, give me everything, give me the shadows, <laughs> give me the anti aliasing, just give me everything. But um, and it just runs really smoothly. As yeah, well, no, imagine. no yeah. hitches. Uh, when I was running Hitman, Hitman was the first game that I tried out. I think the frame rate was dropping a little bit, mm. but. Not too much, because, well, even, I'm not sure if Hitman 2016, if you don't have, like, the upgrade pack. I've realised how stupid Hitman is with all that rubbish. It's like, you have to buy DLC and all this. It's like, this is so Mm. confusing if you haven't just bought the original base version that got you everything. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you have to, I can't even add it to my wish list. It's like, you know, it's all these DLC packages and it's like I don't know what's going on but (laughs) I don't know if you haven't got the upgrade pack if it does I know it definitely doesn't do the the new mechanics where it's like oh someone sees you in a mirror that's a gameplay element now but um, I don't know that game still looks great because I just remember like I think it was around when I was getting my Xbox One X that's what it's called isn't it yeah, the 4K box. Who knows now? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's no, all they, so they've good, retro, but... retrospectively changed yeah. all of the Xbox yeah. names to bring them all in line. <laughs> that one that does the 4K Blu-ray. Um, yep. Yeah, it was around that time when they... Was it the first Hitman? Yeah, it must have been. Where they were like the first ones to adopt like 4K. Um, like 60, I think it's it. Cause, mm. Yeah. Them and like Doom, like Bethesda for Doom. It's like, yeah, like they know what they're doing over in Denmark, making those games run really well and look mm. really pretty, just like all the lighting effects and stuff like that. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's it's nice to be able to play games that look pretty. But um, yeah, Disco yeah. Elysium is one I'm gonna probably play next. But I Good. I started cool. Kentucky Route Zero first, and I was Ooh, just like, "Nice." Um, I I've played all the acts except for at five, which recently came out. Mm-hmm. But it's like I didn't have my save on like any of my computers that I can remember. I think I have it on my Mac, but it's like I'm not gonna, I can't be asked to get the file 
and I've forgotten everything. Yeah. And I want to see it with new eyes anyway, because it was, what, 2013? Mm. I was nothing but a wee lass back in 2013. I want to play it through my, you know, seasoned, battered eyes. <laughs> so, see what that's like. So, yeah, I'll... I think I'll play Kentucky Route Zero first. Have you? Where have you purchased that? Because I know it's come to console Switch. as well, hasn't it? Yeah, hmm. Switch. Um, because that's just—it's just an easier way to play. I can play. Yeah. I've been playing the last few nights. I'm I'm like midway through chapter two right now. So, hmm. um, yeah, I've fallen asleep. Um, it's nice to fall asleep too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing that I want to do probably on PC is just go into any chapter and just take a screenshot of everything because it looks gorgeous on the big yeah, screen. But yeah. um, in terms of actually playing it and getting through it, I think Switch is a good place to play yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. It does seem very well suited to, mm. uh, to the Switch. Yeah, and then I'll play Disco and... that. Have you heard of Mutazione? I think that's what it's called. Mm, no. Uh, just just look it up. I'll 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 send you the name of it because it's. Uh... Is it Italian? Yeah, it's not it sounds mutazione. A... Mutazione. Mutazione. Yeah. It's a type but, of pizza. But yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Um. It's it's like it's it's, it's very. I think it's like visual novelly as well. But the art style is like really really great. Nice. That, that's okay. on Apple Arcade. So. I oh, just think how many. I'll never get to play. <laughs> no, it it's on PC as well. On okay. PC. Good. I think it's coming to consoles as well. But um yeah. <laughs> it's just like I can't Ooh. manage juggle all these, you know, really heady uh mm. you know, games about life and death and stuff like that all at once. It's like one at <laughs> a time, please. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, you need that time Kentucky. to digest and mm. um, be able to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because half of those things probably would have gone over my head in twenty thirteen. <laughs> mm, before life crushed me yeah. and it's nice that we've had this um, you know this quite sparse January as well mm. you know what a huge amount of stuff has come out you know in the first few weeks you know, things are starting to release now <laughs> um, so we had a bit of time to catch up on things uh, it's been and, excellent and, yeah yeah, uh, get rid of you know we seem to all games had this. We seem to have had this time where um, <laughs> you go back to um, I don't know before before Mass Effect three say, mm. and you know Januarys were kind of were very sparse, and then suddenly they started to get busy, and people were putting yep. games out in January, and you think ah oh, no, I've got no time anymore, and then suddenly. I don't know whether it is this jump to you know next generation. Perhaps mm. um, we live in a very different kind of space now with you know how uh, prolific indie games are and the different kind of platforms that they can release on, mm. and almost how big indie games and smaller experiences can be as the big budget AAA games. Uh, that, that suddenly something that you think is you know going to be quite a small release actually turns out to be something that you really want to play. You know mid kind of January mm. uh, but this year does seem to have dropped off a little bit Good. and been a little bit more quiet mm. um, stuff's still releasing obviously but is, yeah it's, it's just been nice February? it's been nice to not feel like you've got to keep up yeah. got to play everything it's been nice just going back into the well of mm. uh, stuff I've missed 
and point and click yeah, adventures from the nineties. But um, is there anything coming out in February? I can't think. I don't. I don't think there is. Um, Wasn't there's definitely stuff. There's definitely was, stuff. Was Final Fantasy dead. meant to be February? I can't remember. No, it, that's was moved. That March? Um, when, when was it moved from March to April? I don't yes. think there was anything in February anyway that I wanted to play. Um. So, uh, February. Let's go for more items. This is from Games Radar. Mm-hmm. For the February, um, well, they just got all of the the, the whole year on here. So uh, February, I will call out anything that I have um, not just had off. So Zombie Army Four. That'll be uh, you know. I thought that was already a big, game. Um, I thought game. that was already out. I don't um, know. No like, idea. There's there's some very random stuff like. Uh, Yakuza Five, the remastered as, as part of a remastered collection. Okay. Um, you've got oh, Darksiders Genesis. Oh yeah, that's on Stadia already, isn't it? Mm. Oh, is it? Okay, yeah. so it's not full release. Uh, Dreams, Dreams releases in February. Next. Uh, <laughs> I think people who are interested in Dreams are playing Dreams already. They, they absolutely mm-hmm. are already yeah. playing it. Yes. This seems really the, cool. The tenth um, yeah. anniversary. Mm. Mate, there's some really weird fucking things releasing in fucking February. Like, the re- the Yakuza Remastered collection. Mm-hmm. You've then got uh, Street Fighter V Champion Edition. <laughs> You've then got the Bayonetta and Vanquish 10th Anniversary Bundle. Um, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition is coming to Switch. Capcom, um, who else? Sega, and what was the other one? Platinum need, need need money. I think that's what it is. Oh, absolutely. Just bundle these. That for is them, absolutely right? what this is. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I suppose maybe. Um. Who knows if this has a date? Uh. I don't know when this was updated last, but Code Vein. Um. Oh no, that's that's just the DLC two. DLC two. Lots of DLC things <laughs> and remasters and collections and um stuff. It's going to be a good February. No, February's dead as well, mate. Good, so, thank God. Yeah. Um, there is a game that I have, haven't started playing it, so these are by no means impressions. Um, but there's a really cool looking point and click adventure game coming out. It's called, mm-hmm. is it called L- Luna? L-U-N-A. The Shadow Dust or something? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> look it up. It, it it's very striking the art style. It looks like a yeah, Luna the Shadow does. It's got like a like almost Studio Ghibli esque like. Oh, oh nice. It. Okay. Yeah, it's like animated. Uh, is it? It's like is wordless it and animated. Of, um, is it that? Um, is it leaning more towards um, like Forgotten Anne or Nino Yes, Cooney? absolutely. Yeah, um, mm, not exactly like those. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like. It looks like. Um, do you remember the like around Christmas the the snowman cartoon? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the Father Christmas one where where he yes. just used to cuss and everything. Yeah. Like that. Mm. It's got that graininess to it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Nice. Nice. 
Yeah. Uh, I said so. We, we I did have a very um, awkward experience mm-hmm. um, at Christmas with the snowman and Evelyn. Mm. She she has realised that death is a thing. Um, oh, that's they all learn. Yeah, yeah. That and snowman how, just wasn't um, there the, next and day. the snowman just wasn't there anymore. Yeah, and he's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Like cold, mate. All right, jeez. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm next. Yeah. And then, on. but straight afterwards, <laughs> Let's go watch was, <laughs> straight afterwards, there was the yeah. snowman like uh, sequel, yeah, with it, and he had a dog as well, oh. and a, a boy who finds the scarf because he's just moved into a house, then makes the snowman again. He takes mm-hmm. him on another adventure type thing, and I was like, oh, it's back. I mean, sure, this isn't what we need to take. This isn't how death <laughs> works. This isn't how we move. Just get reanimated in a year. As long as you keep my favourite scarf, I'll be around forever. Doesn't matter. It's fine. It's just like Doctor Who, isn't it? Yeah. Keep keep your coat don't, or your yeah. scarf or your TARDIS or something around. Don't cremate it with me. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you keep it. <laughs> Wrap it around the arm. Yes. Yes. Oh no. It's all right. I'll get me. I'll get me green and gold scarf out somewhere and just fucking uh, keep it around forever. Anyway, should we finish there? Yeah, I think we should. Before we talk about Man United, let's let's um, <laughs> let's finish. Um, I had two beers. Yeah. I don't know which one I preferred. Mm. Um, the 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 mm. uh, what are they call bad co. Um, yeah. As I drank it, those stewed fruits did encroach a lot more mm-hmm. on that initial kind of flavour. I don't know whether it was maybe a holdover from the um, from the sour having just a little bit of a different uh, start to that beer, perhaps. Um, but I'm getting a few more sort of stone fruits, kind of very uh, apricot-y yeah. um, the more I drank it, which which, which was nice. Um, but it kind of, as I drank, became more one note. Mm-hmm. I think the overworks did well at... Um, presenting itself as a very easy sour, mm-hmm. but something that again you could work through. You could see the different sort of elements of it coming through. Um, so I think the Overworks uh, picks it for me this week. Okay. Um, two two pretty good beers. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, if I was in Morrison's that I would pick either of them up again. Right. Um, you know. If I want a sour, I'm probably going to go to the bottle shop and pick something up from someone who does sours very well. 